Hello, welcome to the Wine Isle, the official wine podcast of North Coast Co-op. My name is Kristen Lindquist. I'm the wine manager for both locations in Arcata and Eureka. And I'm here with Taylor Swan. Hello. And she works at the locations with me. And I'm here with Jen Curry. Hello. Jen's been in the hospitality wine business for several years, from restaurants to retail, and now she's a vendor. She sells wine to us, lucky us. Um, today, we are going to talk about that candy-coated, red-ribboned holiday that lots of people love to despise, but is coming up. And whether you celebrate it with somebody, with yourself, which let me tell you can be a lot more interesting because, you know, <laughs> nobody's watching. It's just you. Or uh, whether you're celebrating with your family, you know, whoever you love, we wish you well. And here are some ideas to incorporate wine into that love fest that you're planning. So we're going to look at, um, yeah, what wines we would recommend, some, some of our favorite meals that we think would go well with this time, um, and maybe a few surprises um, as well, maybe some cocktail suggestions. So um, how's that sound? Great. Yeah. It's a Monday this year. Oh, heavens. Oh, wow. Okay. That's going to be interesting, right? <laughs> How many people are going to request Tuesday off or come in late, mm-hmm. right? Well, so maybe you're going to behave and you're just going to have a meal. Um, some I asked everyone to think about what meals would you plan and what wine would you have with that? Um, I'm going to start off and tell you that um, if you're a vegetarian, if you're vegan, okay, what if you're vegan? And you want to plan a fancy meal, um, something that I think is fun and easy and most people love is seared mushrooms with a red wine sauce. Yum. Right? And you could go with all kinds of red wine um, when it comes to that. And um, I've made seared mushrooms with like a chimichurri sauce, which is Argentinian um green herb sauce it's cilantro and parsley and a little lemon and vinegar so really spicy got some garlic in there it's got quite a kick um so i would go with a bold red like a barolo you've got the tannins that are going to um handle all that spicy acid um but that umami mushroom that's been seared in oil mm, that's really good and even if you don't go with the chimichurri what if you go with like Mushroom bourguignon. So skip the beef and just do the bourguignon. Oh, that's delicious. That's great. Right? Yeah. And you don't even have to go to Burgundy to get the wine. You can get a Pinot Noir. I think would go great with that too. Um, yeah. That's like, that's fancy. Especially a good thing about mushroom bourguignon is that it just cooks on the stove for a while. So you're not doing a whole lot of prep. You guys can hang out. Um, you, yourself, and I, or whoever else is going to join you. <laughs> um and taste uh, that wine you've got. Have your own little aperitif, which just means before. You know, you're just having a little before drink. Which, My favorite. Right? Don't we all, when we're cooking, do that? <laughs> it's a part of the process. That's why you open the wine to make sure it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are my suggestions. That sounds great. Yeah, I think both Burgundy and Barolo would be a peanut butter and jelly with with mushrooms. Right? Yeah. That'd be delicious. It. Yeah. Well, when we're hanging and we want something not fussy, but still sort of sexy, 
we like to use our tagine. Oh. And we've got this really cool tagine <gasps> from France. It's not the ceramic type. Um, it's from Le Creuset. And the base is cast iron. Oh, my gosh. So it's foolproof. You can't screw it up. Wow. I know, right? And I'm so tagine jealous. is, you know, the Moroccan style of cooking. And while you need to do, you could totally make this vegetarian. One of my right? favorite tagines is just chickpeas mm-hmm. or any sort of vegetables, whatever is going on. Um, things with moisture work better because the whole point is you get it going, you watch it, you can take the lid off once, make sure it's just happy doing its little bubbly thing. Mm-hmm. And then you put the lid on and you let it, and then it steam goes up and down in the conical lid and it all concentrates back together. Right. Uh, it's fabulous if you put a few dates in. I was going to say dried fruit. Dried fruit is so great. Thing. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always add a little bit of cinnamon stick, mm. a little bit of something, a curry, and then it just makes the whole house steamy and smell like exotic spicy heaven you don't have to do so hungry now right right? Uh Uh so what wine would you put i guess it depends on what you're yeah it depends we've done and the neat thing if you if you do eat meat and you're into um do some meat on the bone one of the best i ever had were goat chops i happen to have goat chops like shoulder i've heard this but this you could do chicken thighs and it's kind of fun you can brown them off a little bit and kind of get that um that sear and then you can deglaze it with your veg Mm. but the meat when it cooks it's still like totally pink and firm oh wow it's the most magical thing that ever happens yeah it's like falls off the bone but it's that moisture oh because it's steaming because it's steaming and cooking at the same time and concentrating but you're not losing any of that flavor right right yeah so you know i would probably do um an interesting exotic red from any country like or you know an aromatic spicy white oh i don't think you yeah could, yeah, yeah. Definitely. i mean i would do uh, the petite sera blend any mm. sort of weird funky blend mm. or a, a funky aromatic white that i was trying to you know oh, like the one we're gonna be bringing in i think maybe that, that skin contact be would be yeah. really cool because it is it's so unusual it uh it's sometimes those skin contact whites are cool because they they I hit your mouth like a red because they have all that grape tan right. on the skin. Right. So they do. They hit your mouth like a red and there's such a depth of flavor. And most of the time they have this really interesting tea thing that I just cannot mm-hmm. resist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. little bit of black tea tan. Yeah. And just yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then looking at it when it's like bronze in the glass, your mind is blown. Like it tastes like red. It's bronze. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. What is this magical right. unicorn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you, Taylor? Oh, um, you know, I, I haven't really thought about it, but um, if I were to make something, I like making euros from scratch. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I did I'm impressed. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't have the, you know, whole contraption where the meat is, you know, on that thing in a contraption and it's like spinning. I don't have that. I just do, you know, um, it by hand and like shape them myself and cook them. But, um, yeah, what, what I'd have with that, cause it's a mixture of meat. It's, um, you know, it's a mixture of lamb and beef usually with herbs and spices. Like what kind of herbs and spices? I'm super curious. Hmm? What kind of herbs and spices? Oh man. Um, so I use some cilantro in there, um, some parsley. It's been a while since I've made it, but it's like a special kind of a special mm. um, thing I do for myself. Um, and many other spices that I do not know off the top of my head. I have to <laughs> reference. Um, we'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, and I usually put like a um, a nice cucumber, you know, the tzatziki sauce, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, some actual cut up cucumber. Um, it's really nice, but it has that nice meaty, meaty, um, delicious, spicy. Oh God! Flavor. Oh, it sounds um, incredible. 
with that, you know, the naan or the pita bread. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, in terms of like a wine to drink with that, um, man, I'd probably, I'd do my old fashioned Cabernet. I, why not? <laughs> why not? Um, that sounds great. But, you know, sometimes I change it up and do uh, a Pinot Noir every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think that would really go great with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, and, you know, the question we always get is like, what's the best wine with chocolate? And right. I really want to say, well, what wine doesn't go with chocolate? <laughs> yeah, right? Don't overthink it. Enjoy yourself. But, you know, people want to go for Cabernets. I'm like, sure, go for a Cabernet. A chocolate but, one. You know, yeah, right. It's got some cocoa in it. It's got a little bit of tobacco in it. Um, it depends on your chocolate, you know. I know some people... Um, what I think of is like the Merlot of the chocolate world, which is milk chocolate. People mm-hmm. still love milk chocolate, right? Lighter chocolates. Everyone's like, oh, I want dark. Well, not everybody wants super dark. That's true. Sometimes you want a confection. Yes. Right? Oh, right. like truffles. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What do we think would go really well with truffles? Some people say port, you know, dessert, oh, dessert, port. dessert wine. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, oh, that I like might that. be better than something dry for me, but that's just yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because like if you have a really dry, um, high cacao content chocolate, I'm not sure. I would want more of a juicy wine to go with that. Try spicy zen, one of those yeah. old vine Lodi zens. Or even like Petite Syrah, mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe the co-op red. Oh, right. We got the co-op red. That's true. I forgot about that, um, which is the Cabernet blend. Um, I think it's 60% cab, but it's oh. got a bunch of other stuff in it. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's softer. Because it's got um, Malbec and oh. Petit and Cabernet Franc in it Cabernet and Merlot. Franc. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would definitely go. But I like my favorite chocolate that I eat maybe once in a while because I'm not a huge chocolate fan is sea salt caramel. Mm. So something like that, I think um, I think would go with a lighter red like a Pinot Noir or even a Nebbiolo. Or a late harvest white. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. With yeah, the, the lighter caramel and sea salt, right? Um, like the frostbitten. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, that would be interesting. The sweet riesling. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and for those of you who are questioning whether or not steak is a good idea, you know, everyone. There are plenty of people who are going to do steak, or they're even going to do surf and turf, like you mentioned. Right. Here, right. Um, go for a cabernet. Why not? Hell you yeah. need something big and bold, um, or like an old vine Zinfandel. Especially Ooh. if you're bold enough to like grill your steak outside because it's not raining here in Humboldt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Those are good ideas. Yeah. Definitely. So what if you're just, um, it is going to be Monday night, so maybe you can't do a full meal and maybe you work late and you're just coming home and you just want to do a nightcap. Um, what are like a special splurge that you would have for if you're sharing it with somebody? Doing something with your honey. Um, comes to mind an Italian wine, and it's Amarone, and it's from northern Italy, mm. and it's usually a little bit of a blend. Um, the grapes themselves are kind of light, but with Amarone, what they do is they pick only the best grapes, and they let them hang and hang and hang until they're fully ripe, like really ripe. And then they take them and they dry them on baskets for like two months until they mm, shrivel and dry out. Wow. Mm-hmm. They get all musty and interesting, and then they press them and they make wine. So it's really mm. concentrated. Mm. It's really floral. It's just all those wild flavors of the earth and the, 
all smushed and concentrated. And it's expensive because you can imagine after they do all of that, you don't get much of a yield right. into the bottle. Right. So they'll say, you know, like there's almost a case of wine in one bottle of Amarone. Oh my gosh. So it's got this dried rose petal thing going mm-hmm. on usually. It's a little raisiny. Mm-hmm. It's usually indecent in alcohol because it has gotten fully ripe. And right. so it's a kind of a perfect wind down nightcap. And I bet you it would be nice with chocolate too. Oh, it's just sort right. of a meal unto itself though. Right. So right. if you were just going to share a bottle, that would probably hit the spot. Yeah. I'll have to try that out. The, the one time I did have Amarone, it definitely had a little sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that would be wonderful with like a little bit of chocolate, mm-hmm. just a little nibble, mm-hmm. or like a really nice truffle. Or maybe an, it, it might go with a cheese, you know, maybe like a oh, like aged a, cheddar yeah. or something oh, that oh, could I see meet that. the earthiness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be good with something fresh. No. But um, look for some cheese that's from a similar region is right. what I kind of try to yeah, do. Yeah, of course. Probably grows grow together. together. Goes mm-hmm. together. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Right. Okay. We're going to take a break right now, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about our bubbly suggestions. The Wine Isle is the official wine cast of North Coast Co-op, your local member-owned grocery co-op where everyone is welcome. And welcome back. I'm here with Taylor Swan and Jen Curry, and this is Kirsten Lindquist. Um, And we are talking about Valentine's Day. Let's just say it. It's the day for lovers, for loving yourself, for loving the one you're with, your furry friends. But please don't give them wine. They don't want wine. No. They just want bones. <laughs> they like to smell it, but they're not allowed to they're drink it. They're not allowed it. to drink it. God, no. Um, and now we're going to give you our bubbly suggestions. Um, and I'm going to take the reins on this one because um, we have a full line of bubbly, um, especially for this time of year, because... Um, We've just come off of our two big holidays of Christmas and New Year's, um, which is when I bring in the good stuff. So we've got some high-end champagne. We've got um, some really beautiful, sparkling rosés. We've got an actual pink champagne, which I'm so excited about um, because, as we know, those of us are learning about sparkling wines. If it's not from champagne, you can't call it champagne, but this exactly. one is an actual pink champagne. Beautiful bottle. And I've got another um, sparkling rosé that I really love. Um, if you want to go with the pink theme um, from Spain called Low Part. Um, and that is uh, technically cava, but it's got monastrell as the primary grape in it. Um, what I love about this wine is that it's... Just hints of strawberry, but minerality, um, and then on the finish, a little bit of black licorice, which either turns people off or pulls them in. And for me, I love this. If I could, I would be drinking it every day. Um, Pretty reasonable price. It's only $24 on the shelf. Um, Gorgeous bottle. Uh, Then we have our best seller out there when it comes to the rosé sparkling. If you don't have a big budget for the day, you can still bring a beautiful bottle, and that is our Paloma rosé. For those of you who don't know, Paloma means dove. So it's the pink dove, and it's this crystal-cut bottle, sparkly-topped. I mean, everybody walks past it and goes, ooh, 
use it for a vase. That's right. And we have full size and hopefully we'll have the mini bottles by this point because the mini bottles have been out of stock. Yes, supply chain issues are still a problem. Um, and we were talking before the break a little bit about nightcaps um, and we're going to talk more about um, sparkling cocktail ideas. But let me just say right off the bat, if you're going to make sparkling cocktails, please don't buy champagne unless you're like a Rothschild or, I don't know, somebody famous, uh, Taylor Swift, I suppose. You can buy really good champagne and make a champagne cocktail out of it. But in some ways you're ruining the champagne. Just drink the champagne. You don't need to add anything to it. Um, and what do we mean by champagne cocktails? Um, there's ever-present mimosa. What else have we got? I like the French 75 because <clears throat> I'm a gin girl. Oh. Yeah. So tell me about that. Uh, sparkling gin and a lemon twist. <gasps> a little, little squeeze of lemon. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. So you're like really getting myself. the gin. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Okay, good to yeah. know. I didn't know about mm-hmm. that. Right? French 75, classic. Oh, and then you have all these fun French ones that are called either Kiers or Kier Royale when you add a little bit of um, a fruit liqueur to either still wine or sparkling. When it's sparkling, it's a Royale. Um, like, go ahead. You were going to say something. Oh, no, yeah. no, go oh, for okay. it. Okay. Um, you can put in cassis, which is really current, um, which is a really strong flavor, or we have cherry. Um, trying to think of the French word. Griot. Griot. griot, that's right, griot, mm-hmm. G-R-I-O-T-T-E. A glass of griot. Griot or framboise mm-hmm. strawberry. Mm-hmm. That one's delicious mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, a little sparkle, whether you're having this for breakfast, brunch, um, or a nightcap. And someone also mentioned to me, um, I guess like uh, using uh, sparkling wine and a limoncello. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. it's totally really good. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't tried it myself, but I've heard, oh my goodness. I've heard it's great. Oh, my goodness. Um, and right now at this recording, I only have one bottle of actual limoncello. The other limoncello we have is from around here, so it's locally made, which is really fun. Um, but um, it's by Dutch and Dewey. Dutch and Dewey, they use Eureka um, lemons from their backyard. Oh. Um, but I have only one bottle from my Italian distributor because of... Um, distribution issues it's hard to get stuff out of europe right now but maybe by valentine's day it'll be back yeah because that would be a great valentine's day nightcap i think um for those of you who don't know limoncello is um vodka that's had lemon zest in it sitting for like weeks if not months and then you add a little bit of simple syrup to it so it is slightly sweet but wow you add some sparkling wine and it's really delicious So, um, other sparkling cocktail ideas. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, Bellinis, right? And we do sell a peach liqueur. I would, yeah, that's a good cheater's Bellini in the winter. Yeah. Absolutely. You just add a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Why is it a cheater? Because so, I know nothing about cocktails. Oh, because you're not um, actually pureeing a peach. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which if you've never made it before, anytime, and, and people should know this if they're making champagne cocktails, anytime you add sugar to champagne, it explodes. Oh. Yeah. So put <laughs> oh, the wow. champagne in the glass first. And then mount your sugar and stand back. Okay. Yeah. So making Good real peach puree polinis. <laughs> oh is my goodness! A giant your mess. volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real big mess. <laughs> wow! Wow! So, um, any other advice for our folks out there who are trying to do something special for Valentine's Day? Maybe a little sauter and cheese pairing. 
Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Roquefort is really good. Anything blue. Anything nuts, blue. I think yep. sauterne would be nice with a little smoked meat, a little back or prosciutto night would be would be oh, goodness. Right home there. Right. Might as well mm-hmm. just do a whole charcuterie board. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, which you can never go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, That's one of my favorite ways to eat so on a fun, fussy night. Right. So just mm-hmm. a little salumi, some, mm-hmm. oh, grapes, right? Olives, just, I was thinking. And date, yeah, date. Oh, dates. Just pull everything out of the oh, fridge yeah. and graze on it. Oh, especially if it's going to be like a Monday night Valentine's yeah. Day. Exactly. You don't want to, you're coming home from work, you want it to be easy. You can listen to the Cheese Board podcast and get an idea what kind of cheese to put out, crackers, bread, and then kick you back. Can kick back. Have a nice bottle of wine. Oh, have some sparkling on the side if you want some for a nightcap. And let me tell you, you know, if you're opening a couple of bottles, um, your reds, you can just cork and leave. But um, there's good champagne toppers, which hopefully we will have in stock by then. Again, COVID issues. Um, And so it will keep your bubbles for a couple of days. Um, So... Do yourself a favor. Keep it simple at home. Please do not try to go to a restaurant on Valentine's Day. No, because you want to enjoy some alcohol, and we exactly. don't want to enjoy you when you're on the road after you've and had some alcohol. It's one of the busiest, most it's crazy. unsatisfactory no, nobody's having fun. <laughs> Be relaxed at home. It's all two tops. Yeah. <laughs> once a year. And yeah. one quick question. Let's say if someone had, um, like, sparkling, they had a white wine, they had a red wine open, um, is there, should you just stick to white if you're drinking white for the night, or do you... Can you go to red to white or white to red or does it matter? As long as you don't overindulge, I think a lot of people talk about mixing, but I think it's an overall quantity thing. I see. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but yeah. everybody's different. If you know that yourself and when you do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your body's yeah. different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I can remember times when I've started out with um, sparkling and then we had a Pinot Noir and then like sparkling will clear your palate and you can yeah. go to white if you want. Right. You know, you don't have to go in any order. But, um, yeah, and if you don't have the day, if you do have the day off the next day, lucky you, pace yourself, you know, just pace yourself. Make sure you're drinking some water Mm -hmm. and eating some of that salumi and cheese, you know. Um, the, the enemy of mm, feeling good the next morning is having an empty stomach and putting too much alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst. Right? Then you really don't enjoy yourself the next day, so much so it almost ruins the night before. So be smart. You know, take care of yourself so that you're loving yourself as well as everybody else. Yeah. And on that note, I think we will thank you all for joining us. Uh, We wish you um, happy Valentine's Day, no matter how you spend it or celebrate it. And um, as I like to tell everybody, love really is all that matters. Thanks for joining us. Ciao. Bye.